magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst, spiritual author and spiritual teacher. And I'm Natasha Levenger, energy healer, energy reader, and inner child healing teacher. And this is a podcast about using magic and energy healing as we bravely embrace the full range of the human experience. Hmm. Notice that, longtime listeners? We changed our little opening. Spiel. New spiel. spiel. New spiel who dis? (laughs) (laughs) anyway um yeah we just felt like it could use an update why not you know yeah like we we sort of have um taken form in a a specific way that seemed like Natasha was right she noticed that Mm. it was time to change it so we did yeah it's good to grow allow for growth yep move into it anyway how are you doing (laughs) <laughs> doing good. I'm just a little distracted um, today by my own appearance in the Zoom. It you look very cute. Thank you. Before I, we started, Natasha, <laughs> I was telling Natasha it was hard for me to sympathize with her feeling that way because she looks so cute. And um, you said, and then we got to the bottom of it was, which was, it's not that she couldn't, she didn't want to. Because <laughs> she's like, well, you could <laughs> sympathize with feeling like you don't look cute. And I was like, I could. But, but I don't, I want, don't to. want to. <laughs> <laughs> and we're very truthful here. Mm-hmm. But if you are new to us, then you wouldn't have noticed anything from that new opening. And you might not know that this is the part of the show where we go over how our weeks were based on the cards we picked last week. Yeah. And, you know, I did also want to say before we get into this part, oh. though, happy first day of the Wheel of the Year. Oh, yeah. This is the dark half. We're entering into the dark yeah. half of the year. Yeah, on this side of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, opposite on the other half of the world. Yeah, yeah. It's exciting. It's finally feeling like fall. I enjoy that. I, um, yeah. And uh, happy. I hope you enjoyed your Samhain yesterday. I've been, you know, working with my ancestors pretty regularly for the last couple months and you have even longer than that I I, yeah I have been really tuning into them a lot yeah are you feeling them more right now yeah for sure um have they it's funny (laughs) because I you didn't comment on it but right before we started I was like oh I I remember my aunt Mickey told me something I have to write oh right (laughs) and (laughs) and I was just thinking like I love how you didn't say anything my aunt Mickey has been dead for a long time (laughs) but it's just like oh yeah that's that's totally normal normal. yeah Mm -hmm. and it's what you say are you gonna tell us now Oh, I mean, I can. She was basically, she was a very savvy business lady. And she was just telling me, um, she was actually talking to me about my business. And she was showing me a whole landscape, which essentially she was telling me to think bigger, like Mm -hmm. to widen my lens and think view from, um, you know, more of a higher perspective. And that sounds a little wrong, but basically to have a larger view of the landscape, like, Mm -hmm. can I see more? So, Mm -hmm. and then I have keep, I keep getting this message from my guides, which is to pay more attention to my eighth and ninth chakras. They keep showing me that and my throat chakra, like connecting, like just brightening those things. And my mom pointed that out as well in the same 
little session I had with them this morning. So that was interesting. Interesting. So eighth and ninth meaning like the soul star, the ones above your head. Yeah. The two Neat. above your head. Two. Yeah. yeah. So one is like, I actually, I've learned about them but a long time ago and I often tune into the eighth chakra just because my guides always tell me to or often do. And I haven't actually read about it too much, but I know from what it feels like, it does feel like kind of like a soul remembering, like awakening to soul purpose, for lack of a better word, like memory. Oh, boy, I'm really getting information now, like memories from my soul, communication from my soul of things that it wants for me in this lifetime. Mm hmm. Like a blueprint kind of situation, lighting that up. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how was your week? <laughs> Good. Yeah. So should I mention the cards we drew last week? Yes, mention them. So you drew the Eight of Inspiration from the Muse Tarot, which remind us what that's about. That's about... Um, hmm. I just like read a new... it. It's like travels and like... and um, Yeah, and on like unblocking unblocking getting energy moving yeah yeah yeah. and then i drew uh neroli from the magic of flowers oracle which is about partnership oh okay about part that's interesting yeah yeah so i i also had a message i had a really interesting angel message come oh. this week what yeah was i was taking a bath because i've been recharging i've been resting like i rested i've rested so much like i have i realized yesterday i was like this is how it feels to be well rested oh. <laughs> like this, like after like a I mean, I've still been working. I haven't mm-hmm. not been working, but mm-hmm. I haven't been like, okay, I have free time. I have extra time. What am I going to do? What am I going to create? What am I going to fix? Like, that's mm-hmm. what I usually like. Just yeah. go, go, go all Capricorn day. Capricorn rising, getting yeah. into, yeah. Exactly. And, but since I got back from Las Ban- uh, from my hometown, from my mm-hmm. dad lives, helping him clear his clutter, I've been mm-hmm. really chilling. And um, man, it really, there is, it's really great. I just, I it's can't f- say enough about it. <laughs> In case you don't know about it. Yeah, relaxation. Outside of capitalism and patriarchal like, views of life are pretty Yeah, good. And, yeah. and I also, well, this, I'll get into the angel message in a minute, but like, I actually am realizing too that clutter clearing is having <laughs> an effect on me. Like my dad's clutter <laughs> Oh, was yeah. I think in my energy field too. Um, so yeah. like it's like this deeper level of peace, like extra wow. it feels like extra time in the day. Like I have that when I clear my own clutter, but this was so much more wow. clutter than I normally yeah. clear that I feel like it's like, whoa, this is just a deep level of peace. I'm feeling a lot of benefits from it. Two things. One, I find that interesting because you've been, I feel like sassier than usual. Oh, interesting. Like when you said to me, I just don't want to sympathize with you. (laughs) I feel like normally you wouldn't say that. (laughs) And (laughs) when we had our little meeting with our friends on Zoom and you were real sassy there as well. Yeah, that day I felt like impatient with everything (laughs) that was PMS. (laughs) Um, And also you had mentioned to me about other things and you were like... You know what? Nah. 
Like it right. felt a feeling. Like, <laughs> so it's funny that that's what's coming up. Well, I wonder you're like, if I'm that's... relaxed and sa- now I'm allowed to be sassy. I feel like it might be connected to the clutter clearing, like mm. that some of what I let go of was just not being comfortable with my truth as yeah. much. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. That's yeah. What, yeah. And then the other thing is it's kind of like an ancestral healing with the clutter clearing. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff. It's like one Um, way to ancestral heal is to go to your parents' house and clear their clutter. Totally. Yeah. And luckily, my dad allowed it. Like, he was just mostly didn't intervene. That's interesting. I'm just thinking about when my mom died and my sister and I went over there and just, like, cleared out all our stuff so my dad didn't have to. I mean, that was, oh, yeah. That's You probably integrated. That was probably an energy healing for you, too. Well, that's when we found her diaries and oh, we're right. just like reading them. Yeah. So that was extremely healing. Um, but my dad, they both are are this weird kind of hoarders and like they're very clean, like very clean. They're kind of like you, but <laughs> but they do have like there are certain things my mom held on to. Like, first of all, all of her diaries from her entire life. And like even schedules, like she would keep like, like if you have like a planner for the year, she kept tons of them, but you would never know. Like their house was not big and it looked very neat and organized. Also tons of books. So whenever my dad dies, it'll be interesting to see what's over there because he still has a ton of books, but I don't think he, he doesn't really hold on to things otherwise. Hmm. Okay. What were you saying? But so I, part of the recharging, I took another recharging bath with Epsom salt. And then remember how I told you about that light that I've been putting on in the bathroom when I take a bath that projects, it's like Northern lights on the walls. They're moving this, this rainbow pattern, like watering rainbow pattern on the walls. Does Solo ever go in there? Just a quick question. uh, Sometimes. Or does he watch? The, I can only imagine if I did that, I would have four cats in my oh. bath. They're just attacking the walls. Uh, no, I feel like he, it might make him unsettled or something. I don't know. He, does, he doesn't often go in there. Okay. But I was recharging in the bathtub, which is sometimes when I have these visitations. And I had this, I had Archangel Ariel show up and tell me, I want to channel like I want to be more present in your life but oh. there's something you need to do for me first and then I was like what <laughs> yeah. I was just like what could that be that's so interesting and then it was and then Ariel Archangel Ariel said to me you need to release the need to be right oh wow I know I was like it was really I, t- I was just like whoa I do <laughs> I totally do. It was like, because wow. it was this, and then I did, I did some parts work too. And I was uh-huh. in response to that, like combined yeah. with sort of like the Sedona method of like, what is uh-huh. that? Where did that come from? Can I release it? And it, it was, it was like this extra level of panic of like, what is right? What is happening? What's true? In, in like I have to have an opinion on any given thing and then I have to defend it and it has to be right and I, I just realized like that is so exhausting and it's so yeah. like futile yeah. because 
I, I can only do my best and I'm always yeah. changing my mind. And so on some level, I know that I know like, oh, yeah. I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. So to try to keep on. And I do feel like that's related to moving energy for sure. Like the aid of uh, inspiration and mm-hmm. then also partnership because that's friendship. That's like my family relationships, my partnership of like, yeah, maybe I'm not right. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. And I bet it was not safe to be wrong in your childhood. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, so totally. Yeah, I could place. tap into that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is how when did she come to you? Or, um, yeah. That was, was it she. She's Ariel, a she or a he? To me, a she. That was actually an interesting thing, too, because I learned I I didn't. (laughs) We do an angel tune in before we start and I call on Archangel Uriel. I actually realized Archangel Uriel is Archangel Ariel. Oh, I didn't know that before. And then I read that it was like some people say that. And then it feels like when I. And so that's the angel of the north. And when I use that word, that name, instead of Uriel, it feels more right to me. Archangel mm. Ariel feels like more aligned with that yeah. energy. Mm. So, um, but yeah, feminine, I mean, no angel is really masculine or feminine right, exactly. Right. But yeah. when I tune into Ariel, I do tune into like a more feminine energy. I see. So when was that? I think it was Sunday. Oh, it was a while ago. I wonder if that, yeah, came into the play. So are you going to keep checking in with that need to be right? Or you feel Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I wonder if you have, like, because for me, it feels very Aquarius. I think I'm just associating it with that these days because my daughter has a big stellium in Aquarius. So do I. Um. But I'm right. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Um, but she has a, such a, like, she's always right. Mm. And it can be very condescending. Um, but you grew up with Aquarians. Uh, see, but don't Aquarians also, even though they have that, they still want to hear other opinions. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny about Aquarians. And again, I am one. It's my son and Venus and a lot of other stuff going on in there. But, um... Because a lot of times I feel like it's a shadow trait of Aquarians that they seem like they're listening to you. Oh, yeah. Tell me all the sides. But they're not really. That is so interesting because I've been (laughs) texting a lot with my brother and we've Mm -hmm. been debating a a number of topics over the Uh week. And he is an Aquarius. Yeah. And it is interesting because I did notice that I do like I have to watch when I'm talking to my brother because Mm -hmm. I will sometimes start to default into like. Oh, he knows more than I do. Oh, he yeah. is smarter. He does have, he's yeah. thought about this more than me. And then I'm like, wait, mm-hmm. wait, no, no, no. I have an opinion on this. I can tell him what I think. Yeah. 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 Telling so that, you. Is that, very, that's the shadow yes, I'm tuning into? Yes. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. It's very much like, of course, because Aquarians are about community and humanity, humanitarians and like doing good in the world. But the, and I have that too. I feel like I've worked on it. A lot, and I feel like I'm a lot better at it. But I did used to have a very condescending feeling. I mean, like attitude during uh-huh. certain arguments. Like with Brett, it would come out just like, if, like, oh, I'm definitely right. I wouldn't even notice it. Uh-huh. But now I can feel when that energy's coming up, and I'm like, oh, 
wait a minute. Yeah. I see. Yeah, that. now that you're saying that, I can't, like, my dad and my brother, because, yeah, they do want to hear, though, and they have changed their minds, both of them. I have yeah. actually changed both of their minds about a number of things, mm-hmm. um, but they do, I think, and I could can see it being related to Aquarius, because I feel like they do have this thing of, like, well, but nobody else sees the whole yeah, picture. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and you're not as good as me, really. That's what I feel for my daughter. Like, somehow she came out just, like, the most... PC, politically correct person, like even with us who we are super liberal and somehow Mm -hmm. she makes, she will act as if I am like from the stone age. I mean, Mm. she's trans and we are so supportive of her. So like, I mean, we're educating ourselves all the time, not saying I know everything, but if I like mess up a pronoun for somebody else, it's like, just like what is your problem and like like trying to call me racist a lot of times like for uh, like truly I'm open to my own racism I'm not saying I don't have racism in me but it's just like in a way where it's like will you please like just very very nitpicky because she knows she sees the big picture that reminds me of white lotus when she was like dad that sounds homophobic and then the mom was like well what are you gonna do you gonna sick the k-pop kids on him (laughs) (laughs) she's like this is a safe space (laughs) oh my god it's just like if i because my other child uses they them pronouns and if i'm ever but i mean they're also open to the whole thing they're gender fluid so they accept all the pronouns but if i ever accidentally say she well and it's like they were raised with that so like they're just they didn't have all the years when we didn't have this pronoun awareness yeah yeah of course i mean there's just yeah anyway that's how i see the shadow of aquarius i obviously i love aquarians i am one yeah i do too i really love them yeah but you know i see it i see it Okay, well, now, oh, what were you going to say? Did you talk about your... You know what, I've said a lot. I've said a lot, and I honestly don't remember much, so we can move on. (laughs) Okay, Okay. it was a a blur. It was a blur. It always is. Sometimes I can try to figure it out, but let's be honest. It still feels like pandemic times, doesn't it? Hmm. I feel like oh. there, there's a lot sh- finally shifting, shifting into a yeah. new era, right? Yeah. Um, Do you to feel me, that? It, sh- it, it feels slow. I, like, to me, it still looks kind of, like, watery in that way. Like, maybe it's because we're in Scorpio season. Hmm. It, like, when I feel into it, it's like... Oh, maybe like it's because of all that like. clutter clearing I did. But I feel oh. like a new entering into a new, some oh. kind of new... That's good. Zone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's sassy, honey. Sassy zone. It's the sassy zone. I did get my booster shot. Oh, yeah. Week. That's right. Yeah. Yay. So Exciting. that was good. Yeah. Um, okay. So now, you know what, guys? My energy healing 101 class is happening um, in, I think, two weeks is when I'm going to release it. Woo-hoo. It's not a live class. It's a self led class but I am going to release one every week just to make sure people have time with it and I recorded the first one the other day and I have to say I felt so good <laughs> like it felt like my guides were with me as I was teaching this oh. like leading people so it's a very experiential class just so you know there is a short lecture before but then the main part of each class is me 
talking you through using these tools to help separate energy from other people, clear your own energy field, really know your aura. Like, what is my aura? What does it feel like to call my energy back? It's not just a thing we say, but like, how can I feel that? You know, how can I really feel my grounding cord? How can I? That's what the first class is about. Um, and it just, it's like very practical tools on the one hand so that you don't, for instance, I just want to say like, I used to be very scattered before I learned these tools, as we said, Aquarius, I'm double air, like, and this is just one way these tools work. Like today, a bunch of stuff happened at once. So I did feel a little scattered. But if this had happened before I had these tools, I I would have just been like, what? Like, so spacey and I'm not saying this is only for people who have that issue (laughs) but I mean it helps with other things too but um it definitely helps just with truly practical day-to-day life kind of things like you know really knowing who you are knowing where you're centered owning your space and also this is also about learning to read your energy so like really learning it's this energy it's learning the language of communicating with your own energy and it is a, a language, you know, you have to trust. It's building self-trust. So it's all these things, and I'm super excited about it. Um, so you can get on the wait list now, and I am going to have an early bird price, and it's uh, highestlighthealing.com. Just go to the main page, and you can click on the button. Yeah. That's so cool. You guys are really in for a treat with that. That's yeah. that's really awesome that you're teaching that stuff. Because Natasha, just, I don't know, just all the times you've helped me and the ways that yeah. you've worked with energy before we start the podcast. And it's just really powerful. So. Oh, thank you. I appreciate yeah. you that. You guys should sign up for that for sure. Oh, can I say one more thing real quick yeah. before you say? So yesterday while I, I was, I recorded the first class and then I wanted to hear some part of it. So I <laughs> put it on fast speed to hear it. And it sounded, I was laughing so hard. It, it sounds like a I actually played it for our friend Melissa, and she's like, it's like a wise chipmunk giving me, like, she couldn't stop laughing either. It was like, so so if you want to learn about it, and (laughs) feel your power, and you can feel your power by calling your energy back to you, and (laughs) it was so (laughs) cute, though. It felt like it wasn't even me. Brett was saying it sounded like, it just, like, hit the, like, cute part in his brain, and it was like, oh, so maybe Brett will play. I I have to. It is so funny too. I'm gonna put it on Instagram, I think, and also at the end of this podcast, maybe. I love that. I wish there was someone who could animate it. Oh my god! Think it, about if you know anyone who can animate. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> call call in animators. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I this today. If you're listening to this today, or really any time oh. this week until Friday, to the end of the day on Friday or early on Saturday morning, the Good Vibe Tribe Online School of Magical Arts will be open Ooh. for enrollment, and you can try a whole month for free. You can That's a lot. in that month. You can join four web chats for free on Tuesday nights, and those are where we do rituals and guided meditations and just chat with the group. And it gives you access to my online workshops and the Facebook group, which is a really supportive group of magical, spiritual people. I mean, it's a really great way to just have anchor into something to really help expand and ground your life. Yeah. And every Sunday I post a new affirmation that's tuned Uh into the energy of the week and 
Love that. It's fun. I just love the Good Vibe Tribe. So if you want to um, give it a try, you can go to TessWhitehurst.com and then click on the Good Vibe Tribe Online School of Magical Arts. It's not in the menu at the top. It's one of the three options below the menu. It's like a rectangle you click on. And um, what if you don't like rectangles? What if you don't like rectangles? Yeah. You're out of luck. You you know what? Click on it fast. So then the rectangle (laughs) will go away. Just squint. Yeah. And then just click real quick. (laughs) Good question. That's a good question. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I I bet you hadn't considered that. I hadn't. I hadn't. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, the other thing we want to mention oh and if you would review us we would be so grateful yes um on apple podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts yeah we really appreciate it it helps people find us we love it it's great for everybody yeah unless you don't like us and then keep it to yourself yeah totally don't waste your time even just Mm -mm. why are you wasting your time with that yeah and then, and then also you can call us and ask us a question at 828-333-7181. So please do that. that mm-hmm. What's that? I said I did it a little differently that time. That's great. It's really fine. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so you can also email us. You can send us a message to our website if you go to magicmondaypodcast.com and click on ask a question or email us at magicmondaypodcast <clears throat> at gmail. Um, and you can also sign up for our newsletter at magicmondaypodcast.com. There's also a link in our Instagram bio. So then you'll get an email whenever a new episode drops. You'll see pictures of the cards we draw for the week, which I feel like is good and valuable to see the image. Definitely. And then also uh, Natasha sends out a wrap-up once a month. So in case you missed anything, you can see what we talked about. I actually thought I was late last week, but it turns out I was almost kind of early this week even. But it went out, so you'll get it in another month if you sign up now. Okay, and speaking uh oh, speaking of questions, I actually asked the Monday um sorry, the Magic Monday month in the monthly email. It's hard with all those Ms. Um if anyone had questions because we had to do a quick resketch of a guest today, so it was just us. And we had we were we didn't have a lot of questions. We didn't have any questions lately. So um bring in those questions we love yeah i love them tess is okay but i mean i like them and also we have we are we're scheduling a lot of uh episodes with no guests so those are great times for us to do questions we decided we would do no not this upcoming month but today and then throughout december oh yeah we have no guests and then starting in january we're gonna do every other week or something yeah. close to that just because we realize we like to do episodes with just us we also like yeah. guests but yeah we but like now we'll have lot. more time for questions we do have somebody in december we have the glam witch coming on oh we do mm-hmm. okay that's right um and we are taking a week off for thanksgiving and two weeks for christmas and um new year so the glam witch isn't next month in november mm-hmm. or this month he's oh. in december first week oh, okay Okay, so this is from Claire. From Claire. She's from London. I'm going to read it in a London accent. 
or in British. Hi, Tessa and Natasha. Mm, that wasn't good. All right, I'm just going to keep going. You know what? <laughs> I'm going to end it. <laughs> I'm going to end it English and ask it in a regular. Oh, American. regular. Thank you. Regular. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> it was very American. It's regular to you. Yeah. Okay. I would like to ask you for magical recommendations when you are trying to clear the slate and make a fresh start. The last few years have been very challenging for me, as for most people, but I feel ready to move forward in a more positive way and would love some extra tools to support me in this. Love the podcast. Brightest blessings, Claire in London. Do you like It made me, you know, my own impression made me want to have a scone. A stone. A scone. scone. Oh, a scone. Mm-hmm. And a cup of tea. Yeah. I hope Claire doesn't feel like I'm making fun of her. I My dad is, you know, his dad is from London. I'm not, I love London. Natasha is not being in any way discriminatory. Anglo. Yeah, no, I, I love it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to start with this one? Um. Sure. So, um, so this for me, of course, as you know, uh, I, I know would say clutter clearing for this mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. And I like, I even like sometimes I was just thinking about how, um, there was a point at which I decided to get rid of pictures of a certain family member, mm. like a close family member. But I was mm-hmm. like, I just don't want to have these pictures in my house. Mm-hmm. And like, so that's an example of sometimes when clutter clearing can go beyond just like, oh, this is just like stuff taking up space in my house. But it's like, this is a personal, mm-hmm. there's like an energy here. There's a vibration. There's stuff mm-hmm. related to a particular relationship that feels problematic Mm-hmm. That I just don't want in my energy field anymore. So just an example of how I don't just mean, you know what I mean? Like you can look and be like, well, maybe there's a whole group of a collection or gifts from a certain person or clothes I used to wear a lot during a time of my life that I don't really want to remember or have kind of that energy still lingering around like that. You can have symbolic clutter clearing in that way. So mm-hmm. look deeply at your stuff and see if there's any group of things or little things here and there that I like you maybe that. want to get rid of. Yeah. So this question for me, it's like, I wish I knew more specifics, like in what way. I think yours was a great example because even though it's in some ways general, it's also very specific. Like you can just go into, yeah, it's that's a really great thing to do to just clear out the old like whatever energy doesn't whatever energy feels old in a physical way in your house that's really good um what I would you know you like clutter I like light so Mm -hmm. I like you know imagining first when I tune into her it feels like what I see is like imagining this path in front of you of your future and imagine filling the whole path with light like giving it almost like a clearing, like a clutter clearing, but only on an energy level. So I don't know why I'm seeing this image, but it's like this path and then like a big ball of light just kind of going through it, collecting any, just absorbing anything in the light that isn't for you. And then just seeing it um, 
go out of you like like that light goes out of you just taking everything that isn't meant for you energetically speaking and Mm -hmm. blowing it up at the end and but clearing the path so it feels like you can even imagine stepping onto the path and feeling the light feel bringing in the energy of what you want to add since you want um fresh start I also just got the image of like bringing in flowers bringing in new life you know um yeah just like I really saw that like Mm, flowers yeah that's really good yeah like bringing in this energy of whatever it is just on an energetic level kind of clearing making sure you've cleared the slate that way um and it's funny I feel like I'm going into promo promo link here but I also think like it doesn't have to be with me but like getting an energy clearing would be really good mm-hmm. just like okay where ha- is it in stuck in your body clearing out the shock doing a chakra clearing meditation is good too we both have one um and also I was gonna say I have my 11 emails over 11 days for 33 dollars that is like every day you get a new way to infuse like there is like clearing energy and infusing things with self-compassion there's just a lot of tools there again since I don't know the specifics that's the first thing I thought of like just getting it from every angle um suddenly I'm really I'm not normally like this tuned in like I keep getting information um but I also saw picking a tarot card um what I was gonna say is I'm not normally this tuned in unless I'm in a reading I should say like I mean, I'm not you, normally I tuned like you in say that a lot but you actually like I think well, our listeners are like probably like yes you are you, well you what are. I mean is I'm not someone who it's actually very important to me and this is part of my energy healing class that I teach is like to not be just like an open antenna like I pick up things all the time that no that's part of why I used to be scattered like I'm I have boundaries where I'm like nope my, mm-hmm. I will choose yeah. when I get my information and not so I normally you know that's what happens in a reading it's all open anyway but I did just get I think because I'm purposefully tuning into yeah. her a little bit um with boundaries only with permission <laughs> anyway I just got this image of a tarot card like picking a daily card right now would be very supportive like okay what's the energy of the day for me how do I want to step in today like into today like either with an oracle deck that you love maybe treat yourself to a new one um or if you want to be um environmentally sound you could get one used but you know what I mean new to you and pick a card a day to bring in that new energy yeah, and when you said tarot card, I saw really clearly the star. Like that to me, oh. the star card is so significant for that kind of like let's just tune into this fresh new current mm. of creative, just a new pattern. Yeah. And I also, interestingly, since the star is about creativity, I also was thinking there when I have been in times like that in my life, I have really loved doing The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. Mm, have you done that? Gonna, have we talked about this? I haven't really. I only started it and I never, for some reason I couldn't get into it, but it is really great. I yeah, know. some people, it's like they, for whatever reason, can't get into it. But if you happen to be able to, I've I've gone through the whole, it's like a 12-week course. Each chapter is a week that you yeah. go through. 
it's like it has um, tasks. Some things you do every day and some things you just do once throughout the week. And every time I've done the whole thing, it has really moved energy. It's helped me to come into the present moment. It's helped me to get in touch with like what I really want to do. It's just a new, I, th- I feel like it's one of those ways to consciously reach in and shift and open up to new things and to new um, like ideas and just fresh energy. So that's another thought. Yeah, that's a great one. The morning pages are so great from that. Yeah, point. and this is so such a perfect question for November 1st too, the beginning oh, yeah. of the cycle of the wheel of the year. It's true. So thank you, Claire. Oh, I feel like I keep insulting her. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry, Claire. I'm so sorry. Okay, she loves here we you. go. Love to you. Love to you. <laughs> okay, and light. So this is from Evelyn. She said, hello. First, thank you both for all you offer through your podcast because they have helped me so much over the last year. I appreciate your genuine dispositions and making magic accessible to all. Thank you, Evelyn. Okay. I'm curious what some of your favorite food recipes are and if you ever combine magic with your cooking. Thank you. Um, Do you want me to start? Sure. Um, So... My, what I was actually thinking, it's interesting that she asked that today, first of all, because we were just talking about having a kitchen witch on. So you're very in tune, Evelyn. And then the other way you're in tune is actually, well, now this is a day after Samhain, but I am planning on going into the past and on Halloween making my mom's Italian, um, her pasta sauce. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because it's for, you know, it's a nice day to have and to celebrate ancestors. And um, I love, it was like maybe the only thing she made that I liked. I actually, she used to live in Rome for a while, so she kind of fancied herself Italian <laughs> and she learned this recipe there. It's so good. Um, so yeah, so that is, it is my favorite recipe. I love this sauce and um and, and I feel like it's magical because it's like bringing her in. It's so interesting because just last week I received my great grandma's oh, uh, yeah. sauce, pasta sauce recipe. That's right. Yeah, from my cousin you. Emily. Her dad yeah. makes it. My grandma made it and then my grandma's mom made it. I haven't made it yet, but I'm going to. Yeah, that's that's great. What about you? Is that your ma- What is your favorite recipe? I don't even know. Uh, favorite recipe. I don't know if I have a favorite recipe, but I do like in Magical Housekeeping, I have a recipe for um, oatmeal chocolate chip cookies that I like and I have, I wrote it as a spell. So yeah, sometimes I write spells that have to do with food. You can always empower any food or beverage with magical energy with specific intentions before you eat or drink or while you're cooking. The other day I made minestrone and mm. I I just was like feeling extra mindful. Like sometimes I feel distracted, sometimes I feel more present mm-hmm. and I was feeling present maybe because I've been chilling out so much. Mm-hmm. So while I was cutting, I was like, thank you, Carrot. Oh. You know, like just kind of really like being with the 
yeah vegetables and with the moment and and I felt like that did make it tasted better and yeah. and Ted liked it and he he even was like that I feel like that healed me because he, he felt uh, like he was coming down with something he was like oh that magic soup I'm gonna have more of that magic soup like you oh, could feel funny. it I love yeah. that yeah that really makes a difference actually I was just listening to friend of the show Luis Mojica's podcast yesterday where he had um the lady that um talks that is the bean protocol oh yeah Mm -hmm. lady and um he's had her on several times actually but before that he was talking about how like you know everything has energy living foods have energy in them you know and so to recognize that is really I don't know I don't know how what he was (laughs) I can't remember how he put it but how I connected to it was like I don't know. It just like feeds your cells in a mm-hmm. di- in a more alive way, and yeah. you're interacting with it in a in an alive way, as opposed to like how we often many people, especially, I'll just say Americans. I feel like it's like fast food, which mm-hmm. I do too, very much. So I have, yeah. Um, but I'm trying to slow down and trying to eat like whole foods so I think that is a magical practice just to be aware, and I mm-hmm. love that idea of doing like being aware while you cook yeah and then while it was bubbling it just that feels very magical like bubbling Mm -hmm. soup there's something really (laughs) great and powerful is happening (laughs) this bubbling cauldron of soup and then I I have I do that with water too like when I'm rinsing something sometimes I'll just like to be like wow this fresh water just as much water as I want this is just so luxurious thank you water yeah while I'm washing dishes or something yeah we forget to be so grateful for that in um first world countries or just in the modern world where we don't we don't most of us don't have to haul water find water haul it you know boil it yeah we're very blessed Mm -hmm. okay well thank you for your questions we appreciate them um okay now it's time for the energy report. Just wanted to go up that time. I was like, mm, I feel like I've been staying low. Yeah, that's great. When they go low, I go high. Yeah. I learned that from Michelle Obama. I think she was talking about my energy report opening. Yeah. Probably. I think so too. We could assume that. Which is ironic that I should say that because this week in the energy report. <laughs> Which, uh, yeah, I'll get there, which is <laughs> <laughs> when I tune into the energy of the week ahead and I tell you all about it. So what I'm feeling this week is this feeling of it does feel very deep, watery Scorpio to me. And in some ways, that's super helpful because it's like digging into the shadowy stuff. You know, what's under there? What is the goop that like... Claire was tuning into how am I clearing it out how do I clear that out like all of that and so one message I've been getting from my guides a lot is to be very much aware of how I'm so full of light like how that's our natural state like our natural state is this you know, we're part of the all that is. We are magical. We are full of light. We are connected to our, you know, our truth is love. 
sense. So, you know, but it's true. And basically what they've been showing me is they keep like taking me to this field of flowers. Did I talk about this last week? I don't know. No. Oh, okay. So they've been taking me to this field of flowers that are yellow and bright. And when I sit in it, it's like, oh my God, I can feel all the stuff that I've been holding on to that I, that doesn't serve me just leaving. And then mm. I can feel my true essence of light. And I was asking them, well, they were basically like, stop, don't focus on the gunky stuff. Be focused on your higher self, on this feeling of how you really are all powerful. You really are already the, I posted this on Instagram, but they were saying that your desires reflect what you already have internally. You already have it that you wish to see externally. So, but I was like, well, what about spiritual bypassing? I'm always worried about that. You know, like, I don't want to be like, okay, forget it. That's gunky. Like, I, I just need to focus on how I'm already everything I want. Yeah, love and light, love and light. Right, exactly. And they were, what they were really showing me was it's not, spiritual bypassing if you aren't reject you're not rejecting it you're showing it the light of who you already are like you're like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know like you're reflecting it's sort of like when you're with somebody who's who's in a great mood or feels really loving and light and then when you're with them you're like oh now Mm -hmm. I can love myself more like I feel more I you know it's like that showing yourself your own love you know Mm -hmm. it's like reflecting that and in that you're not so you're not rejecting it you're just showing it and then that part wants to come be with you and feel the love and the light that you are and shine that so circling back to what I was originally saying which was part of doing that is letting go of stories like being aware of when you're attaching meaning to things in a way that's not helping you so Ah, shoot. I had an example and I, what was it? It's like, like, let's just say somebody hasn't called you back and then you start, you know, oh, they probably don't like me. They, why did they do that? Or, you know, like, it's probably because what did I do going into the whole thing? So that's an example of attaching a bunch of meaning instead of focusing on that, um, focusing on, wait a minute, can I tune into this? this bigger part of me, this, it's essentially what I'm saying is it's an energetic way of saying like bringing in self-compassion, that inner adult and shining that loving self-compassion on the part of you that's hurt, which lets go of these stories that you're making up. Does that all make sense? Totally. Okay, great. So yeah, I wish I could explain the feeling I had when they took me to this field of of light-filled flowers because it's just sort of, because, oh, the other thing they said to me, it was funny. I was like, I, I feel like I should talk to that part and let that part know why it's loved and all this stuff. And they were like, well, you could do that. Or you could just shine the infinite light that you are onto that part. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh-huh. like, in some ways, that's another way of making up meanings. Like, I have this idea that, like, I have to you know, go through all these, I have to integrate it in this particular way. And uh-huh. it's going to take this amount of time. And it's like, or if I'm feeling in a place where I am connected to that light, then that's all I need to do. Oh, Just feel into that. 
This is making my stomach relax talking about this. I mean, you're probably picking up on the energy of the field of light flowers. Yeah, I did. When you talked about it, I could feel into that place. And, but also what you're, I think this is so valuable because we do talk a lot in this podcast about not spiritually bypassing and like embracing all the feelings. And I think what you're saying is actually something that I did learn and have like do incorporate as part of my spiritual path. Like what I mean is when I, before I started working with spiritual principles, I would attach all the time. Like I would be like, oh, this is happening. I would worry. I would tell stories. I would make up like spiritual things that weren't happening or maybe open myself up to dangerous things because I was so unsettled. Mm -hmm. So I did learn kind of like, of a way of not doing that (laughs) and then that's kind of like my baseline I'm just realizing this now kind of like that Mm. that has been my baseline now of like even though I still sometimes attach or I still sometimes will tell stories like it's so different than it was like I have learned to be like let's just have the premise be that you know like People uh, have positive feelings about me. For example, mm. like just yeah. one example, instead yeah. of like suspecting, oh, they don't like me and they think this and they, nah. like if I could just remember to, and that, I don't think that is spiritual bypassing. I mean, it isn't. This is, and this right. is one of those subtlety things that yes. I think is so important to talk about, that it's not, we, we have to be aware that we can we can move it into spiritual bypassing of like, let's ignore our feelings or we can notice like, no, it is helpful to have that premise. Like if you don't know, you can't read people's minds anyway. And it's not helpful to sit around imagining all these terrible things they're thinking about you. So if you can get in the habit of not doing that, (laughs) that's healthy. And it's not spiritual bypassing. Yes. 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 I think for me, like, I can tell like when I'm in a space where I'm able, like let's say for instance, that part of me that's feeling insecure or something, if it's not extremely loud, then I can go into a shift of like, okay, let me feel my compassionate self. Let me feel that light filled self, the part that loves me. And then I can easily like shift into, oh yeah, I'm bright. And you know, but if that part is loud, that's when I think it becomes spiritual bypassing if I'm like, okay, if I reject it, that's the difference. Uh-huh. Like rejecting it and not being like, oh, come here. Like if I'm really worried someone's um, rejecting me, that's a part of me that's rejecting me that is right. like, you know. And so instead I need to be like, oh, I'm never going to reject you. Like I love you. Let's come here and bring that out of the shadows. So I think that – for me is when I can feel internally when it's like this push pull it's like uh, but I don't feel you know right. that's when I need to integrate it and love it yeah totally like you can tune in sometimes like no wait something's there there's something bothering me something doesn't yeah. feel right well what is that is that a belief I have is that a habit is that like a fear related to something that happens to me in the past and then yeah you have to kind of integrate it or have compassion yeah. for it but it's yeah. more like there is also it's all true yeah. it can all be it's true all at once true. Yeah, yeah there is yeah. also a way of like like also with I'm not I used to be I mean the way I was raised my mom and my aunt for example they were really afraid of 
possession. We've talked right. about this. So I would be very afraid. Like I was yeah. like, that is real. Demons are going to come and possess mm. me. It's terrifying. Oof, that is and terrifying. so like I had to learn like, no, I'm protected. I'm shielded. I'm not. Yes. This is not something I have to worry about. Yes. You know? And that's uh, not spiritual bypassing. Right. You know what I yes. mean? Yes. Yes. It's just tuning into your light, trusting. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you have it. Love it. I love it. Great. Okay, so now it's time for Practical Magic. So this week, it's November 1st today, I was going to read from my 2021 Your Most Magical Year Yet Planner, which 2022 is now out. You can now mm, order it. That's exciting. And the cover, I love it. Isn't it looks it really beautiful. I yeah. I know. I really like it too. So um, here's what I wrote for... November. Immediately after Samhain are All Saints Day, November 1st, and All Souls Day, November 2nd, when saints of the Catholic Church and souls of our beloved dead are honored respectively. For those who greet the new cycle in November, it's also a time to invoke blessings for yourself, your loved ones, your home, and anything you cherish, and to call in some sparkly, fresh, positive energy and luck, just like we were talking about. Yeah. So today or any time this week, great time to bless your space. You could mm. cleanse with smoke, sage smoke, Palo Santo smoke, or maybe an aromatherapy mist. I took a bath, a different bath, mm-hmm. <laughs> with Epsom salt and fresh sage leaves. I loved it. I loved it. I love that. Yeah. So there's an idea for you. And um, envision bright light filling your space. And you can also, I like to, at the beginning of November, tie little bundles of fresh rosemary and hang them up Mm. as like a way of blessing the energy of the space. Okay. And then the Scorpio new moon is Thursday. Oh, right. Yes. And that's also kind of the unofficial start of eclipse season. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, my idea for the Scorpio new moon in the calendar is to anoint your belly, heart, and throat with a natural perfume containing essential oil of sandalwood. So that's another Mm. blessing. Um, Botanical, and it's also sensual. So perfect for the new moon in Scorpio. So then feel, sense, and know that you are blessing your sexuality, expressing love towards your physical body, and expanding your sense of sensual pleasure. Great. I love it. Thanks. All right. So before we do our card reading for the week, let's tell us where everyone can find you. Let's start with you. (laughs) Okay. So you can find me at TessWhitehurst.com. You can find me on Instagram at Tess four 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 fours Tess four 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 four, and on Instagram, I mean on Twitter at Tess Whitehurst, and on Facebook at Tess Whitehurst author, and on YouTube at Tess Whitehurst. And where can we find you? You can find me at highestlighthealing.com, and I am limiting my reading schedule for I don't know definitely the next few weeks so if you i'm available but less available um so but you can schedule a reading with me on there and find out about my classes and on instagram at highest light healing and i am on facebook there too i just repost what i have on instagram there 
Oh, and you can find us at magicmondaypodcast.com, Instagram, Magic Monday Podcast. Facebook, we have a little group there, Magic Monday Podcast listeners, and Magic Monday Pod on Facebook. And I just want to say thank you to you for listening. Thank you to all our listeners. I'm just feeling like a lot of gratitude to you guys for listening and for yeah. our longtime listeners, for our new listeners too. But thanks because we really like doing this. So we love thanks it. Thanks for being there. Yeah. Thank you. I love that. And also the middle time listeners. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Moderate <laughs> amount of time listeners. All of you. We really appreciate you. That yeah. is true. Okay. Well, I've decided to read from the Heavenly Bodies Astrology again. Okay. And I am reading from Cosmic Dancer Oracle. Who wrote that? That was me. I called oh. that. Oh. That's fun. So <laughs> what did you pick? Honor the cycles. Ooh. She's definitely a Scorpio lady. See, she's she's Whoa. in the water. She's made of light. She's got her third eye illuminated. She's got an infinity yeah. sign at her belly. So the message of honor the cycle. So I'll just read a little from the beginning. The dance of the cosmos is cyclical. You are being guided to observe the cycles at work in your life. Perhaps you, you're seeing the result of something coming full circle or you're in a phase that doesn't seem ideal on the surface. Rest assured that healing follows grief and joy follows despair as surely as the sunrise follows the dark of night. As change is the only constant, there is no logical option but to embrace it wholeheartedly. Enter into change, accept it, flow with it, and even celebrate it. This is the path to harmony. Invite harmony into your life now by honoring the cycles of life. Well, I this is a very similar one. I got yin. Oh, also Scorpio-like, too, yes, with the is. water energy. Yep. And it says here, allow space for stillness. Release any pressure to perform or express Travel inward, nurture your private world. Go for mm. a gentle walk in nature. Sit for a warm cup of tea or take an afternoon nap. Anything that supports you in deep presence with self. You don't need to look outside yourself for definition or validation. Trust in this moment. Marinate in this magical space where anything is possible. As a long-term practice, consider your balance between yin and yang, your spiritual life and physical life. Both vital energies ebb and flow within. As two sides of creation do you feel a harmonious balance wow yeah i like that card so more of what you were doing this week totally yeah. yeah all right everybody thank you for listening we'll see you next time bye She's sassy, honey. Sassy zone. It's the sassy zone. I find that the energy of trees really, for me anyway, often can reflect that earth energy, how I experience it. It's both a strong and um, rooted, but also a nurturing energy. And if this is new to you, you may be like, what? Trees? Sensing their energy? But after you do this for a little bit, you may be opened up <laughs> in the sense of being open to and aware of all the energies around you.
I mean, definitely an animist, and I feel energy and everything, but that doesn't have to be overwhelming, and you can also have the intention to say, you know what, I'm just going to feel my energy, and, you know, it's actually, it may be counterintuitive, but feeling the energy of many things is actually a very nurturing experience for me. It helps me to know that how, it helps me to feel how interconnected we really are, especially in pandemic times, it can feel so um, isolating. And this ability to feel the energy of everything, this willingness to feel the energy of everything is, is very supportive.